Welcome to Real College Talk, your destination for honest and relevant college and post-secondary conversation. My name is Nikhil Nafuri. And my name is Morgan Heath Powers. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode where we are diving into um, what it really looks like to consider taking a gap semester or a gap year. And before we dive in, Nikhil and I just want to emphasize that originally this episode would have been for high schoolers primarily who were considering taking a gap year after graduating. But now with the spread of the coronavirus pandemic, even more current college students are also considering taking a gap semester um, to wait for schools to, to go back on campus for sure, um, or just to wait for things to mellow out. And so um, we are speaking to a very vast audience today. So whether you are a high school student preparing to graduate and thinking about taking a gap year, or if you are a current college student and you're thinking about taking a gap year or a gap semester in the midst of your college education, um, Nikhil's going to explain his experience with that directly after taking a gap semester during his freshman year at Notre Dame. And I'll be able to speak to this as well after taking <laughs> after taking a gap year from from graduating um, from graduating from high school before I go to before I go to school this coming fall. Before we dive in. I can tell that Nikhil wants to draw attention to his awesome t-shirt, which he pointed out to me before we started this episode. Nikhil, share, share this t-shirt, please. With I'm them. very proud of this t-shirt. I always love repping the 5-0 tree. Anybody who's from here, shout out to you. Um, got this cool little ND logo at the end because it's the Notre Dame Club of Portland. I thought it was really clever. So I just figured I had to put on for where I'm from and for the school I'm going to. So now that I got that out of the way, <laughs> um, I know that was corny. I had to do that, though. I had to do that. Now that I got that out of the way, I want to break down what you should really be considering before you decide whether or not you take a gap year or a gap semester. So with the coronavirus pandemic, uh, basically shutting everything down, higher education is going to look like in the fall. So a lot of people are thinking, you know, maybe I should just sit this one out. But just take a second and think. And the reason I say that is if you're the kind of person who might just take that all that free time and watch Netflix or something or, or just kind of sit at home and, and really not do much, you should really be reconsidering what your plan is for the gap year. There's a huge difference between taking an intentional rest and really wasting your time. So if coronavirus is making you think about taking a gap semester or a gap year, you have to know what comes with that. And Morgan and I have each taken our own little paths with gaps, but um, we both kind of agree that it's a lot more work than people really know. Um, there's a lot of different uh, work that you have to do with checking with your school on terms and deadlines. Finances aren't always the same. Sometimes a school can't keep your financial aid package going through uh, when you resume your studies with the university. So you're not always certain how that works. It might also affect your academic progress, especially if you've been struggling academically getting readmitted into school after your gap year or, or getting back into the swing of things can be really difficult. And sometimes a gap semester or a gap year turns into something a little bit more than that. And that might not be the best option. So I'm gonna turn it over to Morgan and, and she'll break down probably what we think is the most important part of a, of a gap year, which is making a plan. Yeah, before we even move on to that, Nikhil, can we just dig into that? Because I know like these logistics that you're talking about in terms of deadlines of when you're supposed to tell your school, hey, I'm interested in taking a gap year or gap semester. Um, like you said, looking into whether your financial aid package will be retained or not upon your return. Um, how do you recommend that students go about finding this information so that they can decide, hey, can I even take a gap year? Does it work for me logistically at this point? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And I guess the best answer I can give to that from my experience is communication is key. And that's something that's really hard with most things shut down right now. But make sure to keep that line of communication open with the appropriate offices, the Office of Financial Aid, the Office of Undergraduate Admissions at your university, because they will have all of those answers. And a lot of things are moving around, different policies are changing, and they're making it more flexible. So to keep up to date with all the newest policies, make sure to stay in contact with the appropriate office at your school that takes care of it, because without that, you might end up in a situation where, where your gap year or gap semester doesn't really turn out as planned. You're so right. Different schools have different policies on this. And if you are, for example, a new undergraduate and you're about to graduate from high school, Duke, in their application, they straight up ask you if you're considering taking a gap year. Most schools don't do that. So, for example, in my case, when I was looking at matriculating to SMU, I had to get in contact with them after I was already accepted and I knew what kind of financial aid I was given. Um, and then I had to fill out an application to their gap year review committee. I had to submit a matriculation deposit, things like that. And so all schools have different procedures on gap years, let alone gap semesters due to coronavirus. So step number one is getting in contact with the school that you plan to go to. And please ask them those questions before you decide that you're going to take a gap year. And Nikhil's so right. These things have to come first. Now, once you have already worked out all those logistics, you've ironed everything out, and you've decided, yes, I'm going to take a gap semester or a gap year, Nikhil hit it spot on. There's a difference between intentional rest versus just wasting your time, and the difference lies in whether or not you have a plan. Um, Nikhil and I can both speak to this. Like, you need to have a plan for how you're going to spend your time. I think many people go into a gap year thinking, I'm not gonna have a plan, I've had plans my whole life, so I'm just gonna see what comes. And that'll be great for about two weeks until you're sitting at home wondering what the heck am I doing? Um, and that can create some anxiety, especially when many schools only approve a gap year if you specifically spell out what your plan is going to be. And then that's going to really come back at you at the end of the year when that school asks, hey, how did you stay accountable to actually meet this plan? Many schools will ask that and they'll want you to report that. So here's some things that you can intentionally plan for in your year. You can actually plan to rest and relax. That is perfectly fine. If you've been working really, really hard through school or work or whatever it is that you spend your time with and you need some time to recharge, plan for that. How are you going to do that? Is it going to be watching Netflix? Is it going to be reading books, spending more time with your family, going for hikes? I don't know. Plan it out and have specific ways in which you plan to relax. Will you take classes online? I know Nikhil has been taking classes online recently around um, his job where he's able to work from home. Uh, will you be working? Will you have a job online? Will you get a job once the government opens up again? Um, do you plan to educate yourself, read more books? Will you spend more time with family? Will you focus on your health? Will you travel? Coronavirus dependent, of course. Um, have specific plans of how you can spend your time um, and really think about that before you dive into a gap year because that'll really help you as you go throughout that process to make it a meaningful experience and not just a waste of time. Um, so Nikhil, I know that everybody's approach to a gap year can be very different. For me, it was working and for you, it was different. So what did you focus on in your gap year? What was your main priority? So um, I don't know how many of you have, wa have watched my gap year episode, but in there I talked about my main focus for my gap semester was just taking care of my health and really nothing else was really on the docket for me. It was just, I'm going to take care of my health and then whatever else happens goes along with that. So 
I took the time to, to get right physically, mentally, got that all squared away. And along the way, I was able to pick up some new things uh, on what to do, like taking classes, uh, working, traveling a little bit. But my main priority was, of course, prioritizing my health. And without that plan, I don't know if I would have had anything really to go off of for my gap semester. So having that initial step of, of what I was really focused on, and there was a, a hundred different ways that I could do it. And that piece of guidance really took me along and allowed me to, to discover the other parts of my gap semester that I found really rewarding. Nikhil, I think it's so awesome that you had a really clear priority for your gap year. And I've gotten to witness just all the ways in which you really are making your health a priority. Can you share some of that with our audience? How exactly are you prioritizing your health? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess my first, my first reaction was just go based on the fundamentals, right? Start exercising more, start eating right. So I got in the gym about five days a week. I started running four or five days a week, and I, I cut a lot of bad stuff out of my diet, and I really made it a mission of mine to to just get the basic health fundamentals right make it a habit and because it was my main priority and other things kind of fell to the wayside i was able to attack it really intentionally mm-hmm. and by addressing it by making running a habit and by making exercise a habit i was able to get the results that i wanted in, in getting my health right and as a result um the symptoms that i have from my medical condition in my brain have subsided uh, significantly i would say so yeah, it made a huge difference. And I wasn't quite sure how that would work out, but those habits built up and, and it really worked pretty well for me. That's so cool because not only has it helped your medical condition, but like I am sure that when you go back to Notre Dame, you are going to be like an even better student and you're just going to have these like solidified habits because we've talked about in previous episodes, like college life is not necessarily conducive all the time for health. And so I think it's really neat that you prioritize that this year. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, I'm going to return the question to you then. Uh, what did you focus on in your gap year? I know you had a couple of different things in there. Yeah, I mean, my main reason for taking a gap year was to work. So I was offered a job out of high school to work in a management position for a software company. And so I've been working full time. Um, and with that came a lot of travel opportunities, which have been really, really exciting. And for me, as someone who wants to study and go into business, just fully immersing, immersing in that experience and learning uh, from the actual work that I was doing was my main priority for this year. Um, but around that, my health is also really important to me. So I wanted to make that a priority for me this year. Um, also I wanted to be able to spend more time with my family because I feel like as a student, throughout high school, I wasn't super intentional about my relationship with them. And I can truly say like my relationship with my parents have not, has not been better. And I, that's something I will always be grateful for about this year is being able to establish that foundation with them before I go to school. Um, but I think it's important to address that coronavirus has changed my plan in many ways. And I think this is important for people who are listening is to make a backup plan because this is an, an unprecedented time that we're looking at as a society. So think about specifically what will your plan be for your gap semester or your gap year? A, if social distancing continues, so if this economic shutdown continues, so that might mean you're taking classes online or you're working from home and you're going to be a little bit more socially isolated or maybe a lot more socially isolated than you would otherwise. Um, But also, what are you going to do if things open up? 
maybe your original plan was, hey, I'm just going to, you know, relax at home. This is what I'm going to do from my house. But hey, the economy is opening. Now I really want to go out and get a job. What would that job be? If you're at the end of your gap year and you're looking back and you said, okay, I worked X amount of hours over the course of this semester. How would that be a meaningful experience for you? Would it be working at a coffee shop or would it be having a paid internship? What would that look like? And so for me, because I'm working from home now, I have some extra time. I'm transitioning more to a part-time role as I get ready to go back to school this coming fall. Um, and I actually decided that I'm going to get my personal training license. And so that's something that I wanted to do over the course of this gap year, but around a full-time work schedule, I just didn't have the time to do it. And so um, have like a backup plan of what you'll do if you have more time, if you have less time, if you're at home, if you're not at home. Um, that would be my big tip is to make a plan and make a backup plan. Morgan, I'm really, I'm really glad that, that you mentioned that because planning isn't always everyone's thing. And I know that can be difficult for me personally. I am not a planner at all. Like I'm terrible with getting my plans in order. So seeing Morgan with her, like the kind of intentionality she had with her gap year really allowed me to, to take a specific direction with my gap semester. Mm -hmm. And I can say that it, it truly had an impact on the way that I approached my my semester it's the coolest job and she hasn't even graduated college she hasn't even started college yet so um <laughs> anybody who can like if you were to take anything from that just make sure that you really know what you want out of your gap year because that's something that can transform the entire direction of of what that year is taking it from just some time off to to a full experience so that kicks off my final tip uh or our set of final tips for your gap semester or gap year, if you do decide to take one, is just be really intentional and think of the long-term consequences of your decision. You have to really understand why you're taking your gap year and what that could mean for you a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, and even further out. So that's what I would really recommend that people focus on. Morgan, any final tips from you? Yeah, I'm going to go through four rapid fire tips that I wish I would have known when starting my gap year. Um, number one is make a plan for your transition back to school. Um, and so if that means, you know, you plan to transfer back to school in a semester or in a year, have a clear plan of how you're going to do that. Because I'll just say from experience, you never know what's going to happen during the course of a gap year, what opportunities will come up, what exciting things will arise. But if you have a clear plan of, hey, in August of 2021, I'm going back to school and this is what that's going to look like, then have that in mind and stick to it. So number one would be make, make a plan for that transition back. Number two would be stay in touch with the people at the school that you plan to matriculate to. And that could be friends there, but it should also be administration. And this is for two reasons. One, they'll want to know how you're spending your time uh, during your gap year. And number two, if they know how you've been spending your time and that you haven't just disappeared for a semester or for a year, then when you transition back to school, it'll be so much easier and they will be right there ready to help you because you have that established relationship with them. So I've gotten to stay in really close contact with uh, the administration at SMU, which has been huge. They've been so helpful. And I would definitely recommend that to anybody taking a gap year. Number three, Consider applying to scholarships with your extra time. Um, this is something Nikhil and I have talked about before is that you don't have to be an undergraduate applicant that is graduating high school in order to apply for financial aid. You can be in the midst of your college career applying to scholarships at your school or private scholarships. So think about writing some essays for scholarships. Um, and then last but not least, 
and this is difficult given social distancing, but be socially proactive. Um, the real deal with taking a gap year is that you are distanced from other people who are just straight up, they're, they're already in their college experience, right? You're, you're probably going to be spending less time around people who are your own age. Um, so be aware of that. Be socially proactive, whether it's having people that you can phone, whether it's getting connected with like a young professionals community in your local area or getting connected with the university in your hometown, anything like that. Um, be socially proactive because those people will be there for you when you're having a great gap year experience, when you're not, when you need some accountability, when you need to have some fun. Um, don't isolate yourself. That's really, really important. Um, I think we've covered a lot in this episode and I want to give a huge shout out to Nikhil for sharing this with me because he you know, made the spontaneous decision to take a gap semester off to prioritize his health, which is really cool. Biggest takeaways is really just to do what is best for you in this time and feel welcome to reach out to Nikhil or myself if you need to bounce around some ideas, if you need some additional help or if you have some more questions, but um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this episode, Nikhil. Yeah, thank you, Morgan. And for anyone who might not quite know yet whether whether you're taking a gap semester or not, don't feel rushed to, to make a decision. And I know things are changing really quickly, but equip yourself with the information you need and make the decision that's best for you. If you take any situation, you can make the best out of it. And I feel like I was able to do that. It seems like Morgan was able to do that and you can do that too. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And in the meantime, while everyone else is quarantining too, keep it real. Keep it real. And that's a wrap to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our mission is to deliver insights and advice that will empower you to jumpstart your life in high school, college, your career, and beyond. But the real talk doesn't stop here. To spread the message of Real College Talk, share this episode with someone who you know could benefit from it. Keep the conversation going and reach out to realcollegetalk101 at gmail.com to let us know what topics and guests you hope to hear from next. Nikhil, did you know we're on seven podcasting platforms? Are you for real? We always keep it real here at RCT. To catch our real talk, listen on Spotify, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit anchor.fm slash realcollegetalk for more options. Wait, Morgan, you're forgetting one more thing. Oh, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at realcollegetalk. We love featuring our guests and connecting with listeners like you. In the meantime, keep it real. Keep it real.